Hey everybody, welcome to the Theomatic Podcast. I am Craig. I'm Daniel. And this is season four. Quattro. Quattro. I can't believe it. Season four already. This is great. Yeah, this is fun. And what we are doing is simply taking questions that people submit on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, our website, email, and we are doing our best to parse through them as thematically as we can. Yeah. Which means what? Which mean, yeah, so thematic means, like when we started the podcast, it was the idea that you're trying to make decisions in line with the Word of God. And mm-hmm. In order to do that, you have to have the Word of God in you. Right. And so how can you make these, because you have to make so many decisions in life every day, yep. how can you get to a point where you're centered on the Word of God and you can make automatically good theological decisions yep. on a regular basis? That's it. That's it. And so it's like, you may not know the verse reference, you may not know this, but like you've, you've spent enough time in the word and with Jesus where you're like, I know kind of his heart on this. And so I'm going to choose to do X, Y, or Z. That's it. Yeah. So we're not here necessarily to give you all the answers. We're here in part to display what conversation looks like around Mm -hmm. tough questions because not every, I mean, most questions in life are not like, what does the Bible say about this? It's like, here's a situation. What do I do? Okay. Well, what do we what does the Bible say? What's God it's mo- say? It's mostly that. Mostly that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's mo- and if there's not like an exact verse, there's, yeah. there's still, what's the the breadth of God's counsel to yeah. us and how does it inform decisions that we make? So yeah. today we have a very interesting and transparent comment and question mm. from somebody. And first of all, I just want to say thank you for your honesty. Yeah. This person wrote in on TikTok and they said this, I always believed in God, but I'm lazy and disobedient. (laughs) How do I ask God for help? I ask him, but I still feel lost. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, the vulnerability is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and we already got some things going right. The Bible says, be a sober judge of yourself. And this, there's some self-awareness here and God can absolutely work with that. Exactly. Yeah. A humble heart, God cannot deny. Cannot but deny. But a prideful it. spirit, He yeah yep. holds away, pushes away, pushes it away. And so I would say, friend, there's probably a lot more yeah. people that are lazy and disobedient that are not even willing to acknowledge it. Yeah. So yeah. you, this is the this is a great first yeah, step. Yeah. This is the type of person that if they were in your life, you wouldn't want to invest time with them because they are sincere and they want to follow Jesus and they're okay going, I'm not where I need to be. That's a, yeah. So I think you're in a really great position. Yeah. Great place to start. Yeah. So I want to start here. Daniel, have you ever been lazy and disobedient? A hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's probably areas of my life right now that I'm doing that. Yeah. Right. 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 (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So what? Well, first of all, there's a great series of passages about the sluggard. So the sluggard is like a the biblical sort of term for a lazy person hmm. and um not a term we use often we don't use it a lot it's yeah good word study it's um um i'll put the link below if i can uh, andy find it in fact andy and i went through in 2004 a great series i think it's um dr dearman i think his name's dearman his last name uh he has a great series on the sluggard and it was like a life-changing really oh my word it was amazing and and i didn't realize there was so much information in the bible about people with this um you know proclivity uh, to be lazy and it's a big deal mm-hmm. you know so so um anyway i don't want to take all the time to talk about that course but i'll see if i can yeah. i can link it below 
so the sluggard that's yeah so if you search your bible software bible gateway bible hub your bible app you look for sluggard you'll find a bunch of passages especially in proverbs that talk about like what are the consequences eventually of people that live in this life like how can you avoid it a little bit you know and um here's some good news action is typically the antidote in the bible right yeah get up do something today on it you know and that and anyway yeah what What's coming to my mind right away is, I think, I, I don't remember if it was Craig Rochelle or somebody said uh, something about going to the gym every day. Um, and the, the way that it started was just drive to the gym, get in the parking lot, and then drive back home. And I was like, what do you, what's <laughs> That's the pretty point? Awesome, what's though? the point? But the point was getting in the habit of doing something even if you didn't yet have the capacity to fully do it and then i i I also i do think this was craig rochelle that said he for him brushing his teeth every morning and every night was a huge deal to successes in other areas of his life Mm. because he was he was like made himself a commitment i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this discipline no matter what and so i don't know it just makes me Mm -hmm. think about like I think the problem we find ourselves in sometimes is like, man, I'm, I'm in such a bad place and there's so many things I've, I've let it go so far or Mm -hmm. whatever. And so, you know, I've been out of the gym for six months. So now I need to go back or what people do at the beginning of the year. Now I need to go back January 1st. I'm going five days a week. (laughs) And it's like, maybe you're not setting yourself up. So win. yeah. yeah. So what's the path towards killing laziness and killing disobedience? Uh, it's taking little steps consistently mm-hmm. and being committed to those and yeah. then getting the strength to take bigger steps and bigger steps. Yeah. Here, here's a good example. Well, another thing is I like that he links laziness and disobedience because they are linked a hundred percent. Maybe for this person, it's commit to watching Bible time once a day. It's a minute to three minutes long and it's the word of God and it's unpacked. Um, by someone who's read it a lot. It's Craig, by the way. Oh, hello. But it's so easy mode. And if you, right. but, but still, it's speaking to the root of laziness. It's like, oh, I'm committed to do this easy thing. Uh, it's an easy thing. It's a good thing. The word of God never returns void. It always does what it set out to do. Like this will make a difference in your life. It's not the end all for mature Christians. The the mature Christians, the people of faith that you love, they're not watching just Bible time once a day. They're in their own words, seeking their own revelation, living it out. Right. But they got to start somewhere. So my, that might be in today's day and age, you have a lot of really good things. So I would a hundred percent agree with Craig. Just commit to like getting the word in your life every day. Yeah. Um, that could be your first act of obedience. Yep. Watch some Bible time videos. Read one verse on your own. Yeah. Spend two minutes today praying. Yeah. Three minutes tomorrow praying. Yeah. Four minutes. Um, but I'm I, I'm also interested by he's this person I don't know man or woman says how do I ask God for help and then I ask him but I still feel lost and I wonder if there's sort of this attitude of like I'm asking but he's not like really giving me anything here. And so what I would say is we got to be really careful when we say that God's not offering a solution if he's already offered solutions. (laughs) Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, there's definitely a place for wanting more, wanting a specific word about a situation and that's fine to pursue that. Yeah. But what we need to do is make sure that we're taking the counsel that he's already given 
yeah. before we go searching for a new yeah. prophetic word or a new insight. And so I used to, I used to say, God is the lion of Judah, not the lion in the road to my leadership team. And there's a scripture where it says the sluggard will say, there's a lion in the road. I can't go do the things that I want to do today. And so that idiom for me, (laughs) you know what I mean? That idiom for me was like, don't make God the excuse why you aren't doing godly things. Like, I don't know. God hasn't shown it. Like I, I used to know this this person that was like wanted to make Christian films and they were just waiting for the check to show up in their mailbox. I'm like, go make things, start making things. Right. God can multiply the works of your hand. He can't multiply anything if you don't have any thing right. to multiply. Right. So I a hundred percent agree with you. Don't mistake the, the, this, this whole thing, laziness about your activity, your action, you taking your will and yielding it to be obedient to God. Like, you have to do the small work. You have to work out your salvation with fear and trembling for it is the Lord who worketh in you. Mm-hmm. You do the small work, he does the big work. Mm-hmm. But you got to start doing the small work. If you're sitting there asking God to do the work, the big work in your life, but you're not doing the small work, like that's not how the, the exchange is made. Right. Yeah. I think that there's a few spiritual disciplines and practices that I would encourage. Like if you were sitting right here at the table with me in a pastoral conversation, I would immediately uh, encourage you to fast because fasting wakes your spirit up. Wow. Because it crucifies your flesh. Um, and That's interesting. I did not see that one coming. You didn't? I think it's brilliant. I wouldn't <laughs> have thought of it. If we were sitting here in a pastoral conversation, I would have said, give me your phone, and I would have them get off their phone for a week. Oh. That's what I would do. Well, that's... Uh, it's a way of, as a type of a fast though, Daniel. I know, but yours is even better. <laughs> yeah. Because for the record, biblical fasting is from food Fair period. Yeah. Um, but fasting from that just is, like tithing is, is money. good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm tithing my love feelings. I'm t- yeah. I'm tithing my feelings to this. Nah. I'm tithing my presence here in this pew. <laughs> yeah. Nope, nope. You're consuming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not what it means. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Fast, so that's, can you unpack that a little bit more? Cause you have, you have, you fast every year. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't, I blew it, but you didn't say it. I did. But I mean the, 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 at the heart of the city, which is a great church, they undergo and invite people to do a fast at the beginning of every year before, um, uh, the sound. Yes. We fast as a church every January Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. My point but, saying that is you I, have personal experience oh yeah. doing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give an example. And by the way, the passage on fasting and prayer and giving, by the way, where he says, don't do this so that you'll be seen. It doesn't mean you can't ever talk Teach about on it. it. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean you can't ever let somebody know. It's entirely about motivation. Come on. He's saying, if you pray so that people will see you and think that you're awesome, you missed it. If you fast <laughs> so that people will see you and think that you're holy, you've already got your reward. If you give, so I love sometimes it. we take those passages and we're like, and we I can't love how ever much sass anybody... you gave that passage. You missed it. You missed it. <laughs> so that being said, um, so a few weeks ago, I was I was having a pity party. I was mm. feeling depressed about some things. I was. Uh, jealous about some stuff and i was like you know what dude i can't i'm not i'm not able to just snap myself out of this 
reading the Bible and all that is just not doing something. I need, I need to go deeper with this challenge that's in my heart. And so I spent a day, just one day, just water only fasting. And I just think that it's one of the greatest lost uh, arts, lost disciplines of the church. Beautiful. That, wow. That we, um, that is a gift for us. And I think in the West, specifically in a first world nation that we're in, and a lot of people are in with wealth, we we don't have to do that, and we don't want to do that, and so we don't do that. Yeah. But it is a gift to us, and it it can wake your spirit up. Excuse me, in a way that other things can't. And so maybe That's it's not fasting, powerful. but yeah. Some form of sacrifice is is what the Lord often uses. Yeah. Like David says, I'm I'm not gonna give to God something that doesn't, that doesn't cost, cost me something. something. And um I love that passage. And he even says like it's it's not about the bulls and the rams, but it's about the spirit on the inside. Come on, yeah. And so, you know, when it comes to disobedience, um, like Choose one tiny thing that you already know God has already commanded every believer to do and just say, I'm doing that no matter what. Great advice. I'm yeah. doing that out of obedience. And it might be for you, something that would be simple for me might be a great sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It might be really difficult, you know, but like choose something and do it. Mm-hmm. Just choose something and and say, I'm going to do it. So I'm, I'm going to fast one meal or I'm going to tell one person about Jesus so or awesome. I'm going to read the Bible for five minutes. You know, I don't know something mm-hmm. uh, that, that is intentionally punching laziness in the face and mm-hmm. disobedience in the face. I love it. Why, why I was really loving your idea about fasting is because my idea of getting rid of your phone gives you more time and less distraction. But what you're advising and why I think it's better <laughs> is let's take Craig's vulnerable example. He's going through intrusive thoughts, a pity party. He's having difficulty not getting his mind to dwell on a circumstance. And he's, we're talking about a guy who's in the Bible every day. Like you are in the word every day in part because of what you do, but in part because you got to do what you do because you did it as a discipline for many, many years. It doesn't mean the Bible's not working. What it means is your flesh is really loud. Mm-hmm, that's it. And by doing the fast, you're breaking your flesh. And yes. that's why I love, I loved that advice. And I think yeah. like, I'm going to take that advice next time. I, I think, I believe you're right. And I think you hit on something really profound. I don't use that as a tool and it is, it's a gift, a tool, a discipline. And I need to be prayerful and be like, when can, when my flesh is so loud, cause it's not the Bible that's not working. Right. It's not my prayers that aren't working. Right. It's my flesh. That's just really tough. So I need to break it down. It's yeah. powerful, dude. So I just wanted to camp on that because I really thought that was great advice. I think one of the principles that we need to remember, especially in m- more affluent societies, is the great examples, in particular in the Old Testament, where God literally says, when you go into the land and things go well for you, mm. Do not forget about me. Yeah. Because he knows that humanity has the proclivity to forget God. Be lazy. Be disobedient when things are going well. Holy and so smokes. That's great. We live in this tension of like, 
we're always asking God for better, for more, for success, for affluence, for wealth. We're looking to God to provide good things Dude, for us, so which good. as a good father, he wants to provide. Yeah. But the tension is he knows and we need to know when we get all of those things, if we don't self-protect or what would the term be? If we don't intentionally protect ourselves from mm -hmm. the negative outcome of the good things, we will fall into them. Dude. And so success is great wealth good for you have your money as long as your money doesn't have, have you, you. Yeah. be filled with good things but you need to remember that throughout all of time the tendency is for those good things to lead you astray to make you lazy to lead you to a place where you don't care to forget about god and so it doesn't mean that those things are bad it means that you have to use the tool implement tools to to keep you from falling away in the good seasons because the history of the Israelites is, was completely cyclical over and over, over, over and over. Again. Yeah. It was like we sin and do bad things and bad things lead to bad consequences, which leads to us in misery and crying out to God to mm -hmm. save us. We which come back lead, to <laughs> which, yeah. in humility crying out. And so he responds because he loves us. He redeems, he, he sends help and, and, raises them back up to a place of prosperity prosperity, mm -hmm. and then that prosperity takes them out again and it repeats itself and so i don't think that that path has to always continue i think that he's given us tools to fight against us falling again into those places of laziness and disobedience and sin oh i love that was really really well spoken well said i love it i don't even know if i have much to add that's great um, yeah, well, we could wrap it up then. I, the last thing I would say is I just want you to know, friend who wrote this, any, any other friends out there that, um, God is for you and not against you. Come on. And the commandments that God gives us, you have to get this. I think we've talked about this before. We have, yeah. They're both good. for your good and for his glory, and those two things work at the same time. When I was younger, I used to think, well, if, if I do something that he wants, it's bad for me, or mm -hmm. my life is more boring, or my, my life is terrible. But those two, that's, that's such a wrong attitude, mm -hmm. thematic attitude about who God is. If we don't get his character right, we're going to miss everything. Yeah. So when he commands us something, either to do something or he restricts something from us, both of those are good for us, and they're good for him. Um, and number two, God is, is not fighting against you and he's for you. He's not against you. He loves you. And so even if we feel like he's being quiet, silent, mm. um, distant, like you said, the Bible's not, not working. Um, his spirit is not, he wants to draw close to you. Yeah. Draw close to God and he'll draw close to you. And so I guess I would say you just, I, I ask him yet I still feel lost. I just to say, don't give up. Keep pursuing yeah. God. Keep pressing into God. Yeah. Um, There's not a good parent in the world that when their little two-year-old comes up and just lifts their hands up to them and looks at them, the, the parent does all the hard work of lifting you that a kid's entire body weight and bringing them close. Mm -hmm. It's the little work and the big work, right? 
you have to surrender and indicate that I want this. And then God does so much of the work for you. He draws near to you. So that's, that's how I always, I visualize that verse, like draw near to God and he draws near. It's like you take one turn or one step or lift your hands and then like you get swept up by his strength and his power and his love for you. Um, the, um, the cool thing about what you've, the, the way you've unpacked this is I, I, it's, it's resonating with me. It's resonating with me because I have a great life. I have a lot of good things and those types of things. And I need to process this. I need to be like, okay, where am I allowing the affluence of our society, the goodness that's in America, the ease that we have to make me neglect these disciplines that, that we're getting, like I need to hedge against mm -hmm. not needing God. Right. Super powerful. Really, really great advice. Any last thoughts? No, just a snow, just a tinge of conviction, you know, but it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, no, it's really, really good. Cool. Yeah, well, thanks awesome. for joining us today, everybody. Um, keep sending in questions like this and we will do our best to choose the ones that, yeah. you know, we feel the spirit on and what might be helpful to the most amount of people. And if you haven't yet left a comment or a review or rated this, wherever it is that you're getting this content, we'd love to invite you to do that. That's the mm. only way really that the word gets out and that more people yeah. can join in on the thematic process and the thematic podcast. I like that. Thematic <laughs> process. Dude, you're on fire so, on episode whatever this is. Hello. <laughs> you can find us at the thematicpodcast.com and uh, you can also Dude. check us out, everything that I'm doing at logicostministries.com and yeah. you can find us on all the socials. So thanks for joining us again and we'll see you next time. Peace.